Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday! As always, I am here to make sure that you get off to a great start of this week. And before I dive in, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who's made comments, reviews, who had clicked those stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. There's so many amazing comments coming in and just know that you make my day by putting those comments in there. It's so nice to know that I'm not only sitting here and talking at people, but that you are actually taking in this content, doing something with it, and that it actually has an impact in your writing and in your life. So thank you so much. And if you haven't already, make sure you do go in us and give us a comment, give us a rating and tell us what you find about this podcast, how it has helped you in your writing journey and in your life. And that way we can also spread the word to many other people because when you put in a comment, automatically this podcast can also show to more other writers, which will help them in their writing journey as well. Now, if you're new to the podcast in our community, maybe this is the very first episode that you're listening to. And in that case, if you want to make sure that you get notified of the other episodes coming up, make sure you hit the follow button. And before we dive into today's episode, just a quick reminder that we have the Equestrian Mental Game Intensive Workshop coming up in just a couple of weeks. It's on the 16th of September and in there you're going to have the opportunity to interact with myself and Lorna all live. We're going to basically give you coaching, very, very cheap coaching, if I were to say that. Normally we charge way more for these kind of sessions, but we want to make it available to everyone, no matter what your budget is. So therefore we're selling this session at 1990, 1990 euros. And all you need to do to sign up for this is go to mindic.eu slash intensive. Find the link to that also in the show notes. Now, today... I'm going to start with talking about one of my absolute favorite quotes. And it goes like this. We are not who we think we are. We are not who they think we are. We are who we think they think we are. It's a bit of a tongue twister. And I'm going to say it again, just to make sure you, it really sinks in. We are not who we think we are. We are not who they think we are. We are who we think they think we are. And this is just one example of how we allow thoughts to become our reality. It isn't reality. We just think something. We just make assumption of what we think other people think of us. And then a lot of the time we act accordingly. However, our thoughts actually aren't our reality. It's just that we allow it to become our reality. We allow our thoughts to terrorize us, put us into a state of suffering for no reason. So basically what it comes down to is that either you control your mind or it controls you. And in this episode, I'll give you the first couple of steps to taking control of your mind. And the first step here it's very, very simple, something that anyone can do. Step number one is simply to slow your thoughts down so that you notice what thoughts actually flow through your head. Your brain processes trillions of bits of information each day. 
only a very, very small proportion of those thoughts actually make it into your conscious awareness. And even the thoughts that do make it into your conscious awareness pass so quickly that most of them you hardly take note of. The ones that we do tend to take note of are the ones that I tend to call mental chew toys. The things that your brain interprets as a problem, the things that your brain interprets as a possible threat to your survival, and it just goes around and around and around and around and around in our heads. It's like worry thoughts, it's like anxiousness thoughts. And oftentimes these are caused by future catastrophic scenarios. Your brain paints up all the possible things that could go wrong and then you go off and you act accordingly. So going back to that quote that I started with, we are not who we think we are, we are not who they think we are, we are who we think they think we are. Let's say you were writing a dressage program. Some of your friends are standing on the side watching you and your brain is constantly on the lookout for threats to your survival. Probably thinking something along the lines of, I better not screw up that medium trot or else my friends will think I'm a useless rider and they might just dump me as a friend. What often happens if you think this? You tense up so much trotting up on that diagonal that the horse just rushes into some kind of, I don't know, chaotic trot or even starts to canter. That very scenario that you were afraid would happen plays out. But it's not because you are not able to ride a medium trot. It's because you allow your unhelpful thoughts to become reality. Now, this is exactly why you want to learn to separate your unhelpful thoughts from your reality before your unhelpful thoughts become your reality. So step number one, as I already mentioned, you need to simply take note of what goes on inside of your mind. What are the specific thoughts that you keep chewing on? What are the things that you keep on chewing on? Remember that saying like the mental chew toys. What are the mental chew toys that pop up in your mind during your ride, in your training, in the warm-up, in the program or in your round? Take note of them. Start writing them all down. Set up a thought journal. This is one of the first homeworks that I give to my one-on-one clients. Start a thought journal. Just start to write them all down. Then once you've done that, we can move on to step number two. And that's to do a reality check. Now we have all your thoughts written down. Now we know what they are. Let's challenge them. Ask yourself, is that actually true? How likely is that to actually happen? What are the proofs? Will those proofs or evidence, will they actually hold up in court? Is this something that you are 100% sure of? So again, going back to that example of riding a dressage program, some of your friends are standing on the side watching you. You're thinking, I better not screw up that medium trot or else my friends will think I'm useless and they might just dump me as a friend. So first of all, If your friends saw your medium trot that wasn't great, would they actually think you're useless? Like useless, all in all, like you can't do anything right. I don't know about your friends, but my friends certainly wouldn't. And even if your friends would, are those people actually the ones that you would like to have as friends? Are those real friends that would judge you from one medium trot and just think you're a useless rider? Are those real friends? And moving to the second part of this sentence, so my friends will think I'm a useless rider and they will dump me as a friend. Would they though? 
Like, even if they thought you were a useless writer, would they dump you as a friend? Are your friends only friends with you because of your writing skills? Or are they friends with you because of the kind of person that you are? Like the fact that you're fun and that you're friendly and that you're helping them out. Like, what are the reasons they are friends with you? Is it because of your writing skills? Or is it because of you, who you are, your characteristics, who you are as a person? I think you get where I'm going with this. Once you know what your thoughts are, what's actually going on inside of your brain, bring them into the spotlight and challenge them. Go over them with a magnifying glass. Check if this is actually something that's likely to happen or if it's all bullshit. Is it actually true? Once you can prove that it's bullshit, those thoughts actually tend to release its grip of you. You realize that it's all just bullshit and you can't believe that you've allowed this to impact you for so long. Now, this could be us for today. We've separated your thoughts from your reality. But actually, I have a bonus step for you here. Now you know you can create your reality based on what you're thinking. Why don't you use this to your advantage? Why don't you plan some new helpful thoughts in your mind? And a really good way of doing so is asking yourself what helpful alternatives could be true. So again, going back to the same example, you're writing a dressage program, some of your friends are standing on the side watching you. You're thinking, I better not screw up that media throat or else my friends will think I'm used as writer and they might dump you as a friend. Right. We have proven this not to be true, right? We've been through that step already. We've challenged this. We've seen that this is all bullshit. Okay, so what helpful alternatives could be true? Just throwing some examples at you guys here. This can be whatever you want it to be, but just a couple of ideas here. For example, you could be thinking, if I were to make a mistake in that medium trot and my friends see it, that's great because that means that they can help me figure out a way to get better. They can likely spot something from the side that I can't spot from being on top of my horse. Maybe my hands were too far back. Maybe I was sagging in my shoulders. Because they see you from the side, they might notice something and being able to help you. Maybe your horse went into canter because you were sagging in your shoulder. Great, they might have noticed it and they can help you improve going forward, which is pretty awesome because then the next medium trot you're going to ride is going to be much better. Just an example. Here's another one. I can't wait for that diagonal where I can finally put the training I've done the last few weeks into action and feel my horse just flying. That's a pretty awesome scenario, I'd say. How would that make you feel if you were thinking that? Rather than thinking, oh shit, my friend's gonna see it, I might make a mistake, they might drop me as a friend. Like, how would it feel that if you were switching that instead to being like, oh, I can't wait for that diagonal, so excited. I can finally put all that hard training I've done into action. I actually get to feel it in reality. How would that feel? These are just some examples. Again, like you get to think whatever you want because those are your thoughts. You get to decide what they are. Whatever you do decide though, make sure it's something helpful. Make sure that it's something that makes you feel good. Make sure you perform to your absolute full potential. I guess you're like, oh shit, what can I think? What can I think? It's amazing, isn't it? And still, like, this is such a powerful tool and 99% of riders out there are not even using it. It's your thoughts, you get to decide, but you need to notice them. You need to challenge them. You need to decide what you want them to be. Right. 
that's all I got for you for today. Short and sweet and to the point as we love it. And hopefully this is exactly what you needed for your upcoming competition or training to make sure you remember what we went through. Here's a summary. So I spoke about how your thoughts often become your reality, which is not great when most of our thoughts are negative or catastrophic scenarios. So in order to create the reality that you want, you need to start with, first of all, slowing your thoughts down. Take note of what your thoughts are. What is actually passing through your mind? Step number two, challenge them. Ask yourself, is that actually true? How likely is that to actually happen? What are the proofs? Will they hold up in court? What are all the reasons that this is bullshit? Step number three, what helpful alternatives could be true? Come up with any kind of thoughts that you want that you believe will help you perform to your full potential. So action of this week, try this out. I guarantee you that the biggest reason your current reality is not what you want it to be is because your current thoughts do not line up with that reality. So let's change that. If you want to do so live together with myself and Lorna, I've got just the thing for you. As I said in the beginning of this episode, on the 16th of September, myself and Lorna are taking 10 riders through a transformative experience. We'll chat about what your dream reality look like, what your big goals are in life, and what's currently holding you back from making them happen. As I mentioned, almost Always those things holding you back are mental blocks, something in your brain that needs rewiring. And that's exactly what we're going to do in this equestrian mental game intensive workshop. And that's to the ridiculously low price of 1990 euros. You're probably thinking, why the hell are they not asking more money from this? Yeah, that's a really good question. Usually sessions like this are above the 100 euros. The reason we're keeping it this low is because we want to give everyone the opportunity to join. No matter what your current financial situation is, we want you to be able to kickstart your mindset journey and thereby finally start making real strides towards your goals. So several spots are already filled. So if you want to join, I advise you to take action immediately. Go to mindic.eu slash intensive. You find the link to that in the show notes of this episode. And as always, I'm going to challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. See you on the next Magical Monday. <laughs>